What is up, boys and girls? Welcome back to another episode of Chigamon Alley. Brought to you by SRI Performance, Stock Car, Steel and Aluminum, Draco Springs, RK Motorsports Consulting with our buddy Randy Keene and Earl Ramey Racing Engines. I'm David. I'm Sterling. What's up, you you guys? You guys. You guys. What it is? What it is? <laughs> I thought you done hit a button over here in a remix or something. I didn't know what you had going on. No, I just said, what it is? <laughs> it's, I hit a button that time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's raining. It's lightning. It's thunder. We have had we had uh we had pretty good size hail here just a little bit ago. Yes. Told we might need a battery backup or something on here. Yeah, hopefully it's gone now for a little while. But uh, <clears throat> yeah, we had us a that's a well. I say that we went from January February it raining every day pretty much to I saw yesterday or yeah Saturday sun one every day that we had the sixth. On record since 1940-something, the sixth driest April, we had 150 thousandths of an inch of rain, which is a little over eighth of an inch that, of rain. That ain't much. Ain't a whole lot. Not a whole lot I at think all. We, I think we got about two inches today already. In about 20 minutes. Yeah, it come down quick. So quick lightning in a hurry. I guess it's a good thing. I reckon. I reckon. Anyway. Well, speaking of the week, how how was your how was your week last week? Would you have fun? I did. Had a ball as always. <laughs> it goes so fast, you know. We keep saying it every week. We get on here, and I'm gonna say it again. Guess what? We had again. Again, we had baseball <laughs> and gymnastics. Two days in a row, or two days last week. Gymnastics, church, um, and then we, you know, we 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 record this show here also. <laughs> <laughs> Somewhere in between that. Somewhere in there. So, uh, yeah, it pretty much ties up the week pretty good. Um, had a pretty good bit of work going on at the shop, too. So, took a took a trip up to Moncure, North Carolina. Not too far, just just uh, south of Raleigh area. Uh, went up there and saw our buddies up there a little bit. Come back, ate some Hooters. Hooters. I got my, my, my cohort here that has still not gone back to work yet, but he's going soon now. He's got a deadline, so that's kind of sucky because... Maybe. I don't know. I mean, it says that, but then my physical therapist is writing back different recommendations, so I don't know. You never know. Hey, I, I'm just long for the ride. But. I know how to get prolonged. When, when you take your physical therapist donuts and Krispy Kreme, I mean, uh, uh, Krispy, yeah, Krispy Kreme coffee and Chick-fil-A sweet tea, it... it you can kind of just prolong. Well, they your, don't. The physical therapists don't want me to go back to work. They, they're I not know. hanging out with me. It's awesome. That's what I'm saying. You just, <laughs> yeah, I, that's how you do it. You just keep. You, know, you just go buy a Chick Fil A or something. Get them something. Oh, take to them. Know. Keep <laughs> but, it but, going. But my doctor apparently wants me to go back to work. It must be. He, he was. Be. He was kind of funny about it. He's just like, just, just quit physical therapy and you're ready in two weeks. I'm like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> it makes sense. <laughs> just go swimming. <laughs> what? That's what he said. You got. You got access to a pool. Do like some breaststroke. Some breaststrokes. That's what he said. Some breaststrokes. <laughs> I need to do some of them too. Is that is that different different kind? Different. Does kind. that firm up the breasts? Is that what? I don't that, know. I, I, don't, I don't know either. I had to look into that. I don't know. Might be a thing. He said. He said, "Get you some uh, some granny weights." I said, "What?" <laughs> He's he talking about the the little dumbbells at Walmart. You know, yeah. little pink ones and stuff. That's what we called them, granny weights. Granny weights. He said, "Just just lift them a little bit and." uh and um, 
then you'll be good. Yeah. I reckon. Well, I don't know. See what happens, I guess. You know, you ain't going to go putting a big old uh, uh, school bus tire on or nothing right now. No, yeah, no. But see what they say. You never know. You might be able to. I'd go get some hot donuts now and take it to your physical therapist. Just <laughs> see what happens. I mean, you don't know. Well, how much you get some hot donuts and take it to my physical therapist? I thought about it. Maybe they'll put me out of work for a little while. <laughs> <laughs> the pay sucks, I tell you. Yeah, I'll tell you what, hey. Yeah, I don't know. That's cool. Though. But yeah, we uh so pretty busy throughout the week as always. And um Friday, this past Friday, we uh been looking at the weather past shoot what? month and a half now we i mean it hadn't rained but it just hadn't worked out in our favor to be able to go get on the boat no it's every like weekend. every weekend that we were able it was like all of a sudden it's going good it was gonna be cold. nasty or cold yeah yeah so um so anyway so we looked at that and it looked like it was gonna be pretty good for sunday and then we couldn't go friday or saturday but um so yeah friday afternoon we got out there and pulled the boat out cleaned the three inches of pollen off of it and got literally in. literally yeah. three yeah, inches definitely pretty sure Yep. So, uh, well, you forgot lunch there. Oh, well, yeah, we did. We got in trouble for lunch. Well, yeah, kind of. You got in trouble. I, well, I guess we both got in trouble, I guess, because we weren't <laughs> supposed to go back to Outback. But, well, let me back up. The week before, uh, we went to Outback to get us a, because uh, I got, well, I like the grilled chicken on a barbie. It's pretty John Brown good. And David wanted a steak that week. So we went up there. It was a little steak. I mean, it was a baby steak, but it was baby a steak, steak nonetheless. It was a bite of steak. <laughs> well, we went to Texas Roadhouse, and little did we know, Texas Roadhouse did not open until 3, which really don't make a whole lot of sense. Who wants to eat at 3? Especially not where this one is. It's on the interstate. Yeah, Literally. It's right it's like, there. I can see it. You would catch a whole lot of lunch traffic, and they do on Saturday, because we've been there many yeah. times on Saturday. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, anyway, we had to settle for Outback two weeks ago. Well, went there. It's pretty good. Got a spicy Caesar salad. If anybody ever goes out back, be careful with the Caesar salad because it is spicy. <laughs> yeah, just a regular Caesar salad. You don't have to tell them spicy. It, just the regular Caesar salad is spicy. Pretty spicy. So, but it was all right. So this past week, well, that last weekend, we ended up finding a uh, gift card to uh, Outback <laughs> for 25 bucks. We were like, well, I mean, we've... It expires. We don't want it to expire. Yeah. I don't know when it would expire. Maybe 10 years. We didn't want to take that chance. So we went ahead and We didn't and know used if it. Outback was going to file bankruptcy or something. We didn't know. I mean, we had no idea. So the week before, Kayla, David's wife, got kind of, you know, a little bit butthurt uh, that we uh, went uh, Outback. Y'all going to nice restaurants without me? Yeah. Well, we apologize. But I mean, you know, so we was, you know, we didn't really mean to do it this past week. It just, we had a gift card, so we went there. Well, then we messed up, and she found out. And Not that we were going to keep it from her or anything, but, you know, we may have waited a little while to tell her. <laughs> you know, a day or two. been there when we, she found out. But So, anyway, yeah, so we... we uh, we had to get we had to get a little heat from that, but it's okay. We're gonna we're gonna uh, treat her to some outback for too long. Get her some <laughs> get her some blooming onion or something. Something who knows, but uh, but yeah, it's pretty good, pretty cool, pretty cool little lunch uh, there for for twenty five bucks. Well, it was a little bit more than twenty five bucks, but <laughs> yes, yes. I mean, I, I didn't I didn't even know that they used a card to start with. I was, did they did they deduct twenty five dollars? I figured the lunch portion would be cheaper, but it really isn't. I don't know. It's not <laughs> at all. Yes. But uh, so anyway, so did that. Went home, watched the boat, all that good stuff. Uh, Saturday, we 
finished moving my grandmama's stuff out of her house. Finally. And uh, so that's all pretty much buttoned up and uh, ready to ready to move forward with that. With selling that and, and all. There's a few few little things they got to finish fixing and all. But uh, then uh, we made some trips there. We went yeah, two trips to the dump. Went to the uh, what was it like the House Hope or something like that? Mm-hmm. Whatever it was, Goodwill. No, not Goodwill. Uh, whatever it is. Thrift. Something. I don't know. Who knows? One of them giveaway stores. Them donation places. Donation stores. Yeah. Um. Then I had to go to the church, take stuff. Yeah, we took stuff everywhere. But it's all gone now, for the most part. So, um, anyway, we uh, did that on uh, Saturday and got up Sunday morning and went to the early morning service. Well, I did. Uh, well, we did, too. Well, just ended up at another church. Because right, yeah. Me and my mother went Sunday. Well, the kids and mother and I went Sunday morning early. Yep. And y'all went to your uh, sister-in-law's church. Yeah, my nephew, he was getting baptized yep. Sunday morning, so we went over there for that. That's awesome. Glad to hear he, he did that. That's, that's sweet for sure. Yep. Um. So, yeah, so we got out of the church about 1030 and jetted home and changed clothes and went to the water. So we spent all afternoon yesterday on the water. It was nice, very, very nice day. And uh, the pretty pretty turquoise water had pushed in uh right up to the beach really so it was pretty we went off we rode uh rode up to holden beach and went out the inlet there and rode back in the ocean coming back it was pretty yep it was saw a sea turtle saw some dolphins so yep i saw a sea turtle i don't think nobody else really saw it. no did. cody saw it cody thought it was foam oh yeah that's I looked right. at it and I said, oh, it's a sea turtle <laughs> yeah as soon as i said it, he went down and never came back up yeah, oh, there's yeah. some big ones out there. I've seen one oh, yeah. way offshore that was grown huge, huge things. So uh, anyway, did all that. Um, didn't have a whole lot of time to watch a whole lot of racing this weekend. We caught a little bit uh, the Arca race, which we'll talk about. Yeah, we caught all the pretty much all the Arca race there. And yep, our buddy Derek Griffith was in the number twenty five spot, spot on, on Toyota Venturini. Toyota there, so uh, pretty sweet for that. So we'll talk about that, and um, and they got to see the truck race uh, that night. Yep, most of it or the end of it, the the, the more exciting part of it, uh, I guess. The part you didn't sleep through. Yep, and uh, and then Sunday we didn't see any of the Cup race at all. So no, um, I've went back over it some, but yeah, kind of typical Kansas. Yeah, well, <clears throat> but there was a whole lot of racing going on everywhere. Uh, Lakeview, as far as close around here, Lakeview was running. They had the fuel. Yeah, fuel, fuel. late model series. And then yep. they had the big super street race there. Yeah. Two big class, big field of cars there. And uh, caught a little bit of it on Speed 51 there late when I got home. Um, but then it kept going out for some reason. So I don't. The, I don't going the on. feed over there. I don't know how to get anything over there because they definitely ain't got no cell signal. Uh, they got a pump. John Brown uh, internet in there, I guess. It's in the middle. I think they got a pump of sunshine in there. Yeah, it's in the middle of nowhere for sure. Um, but I like it over there. Oh yeah, it's a cool place. But yeah, they had a lot going on dirt wise, um, all around us really. There was stuff everywhere. Yeah, and up yeah. north, everywhere. They had uh, there was races at Lauren Speedway. The Ultimates were there. There was races at Lancaster Speedway. Um, I think they even raced over at Sumter this week. Yeah, I hadn't heard much out of Sumter yet. No, Sumter. I don't know. Hey, uh, 
says, I don't want to talk bad about any of our local tracks, but the way they do their rules a lot of times, it's like different than every other track. Yeah. It's like they almost want to accommodate certain drivers. And so everybody else doesn't go there because their rules are so far different than everywhere else. And I don't know. You can't cater to no. certain drivers and no. expect a bunch of people to show up. No, you cannot at all. So, uh, yeah, had a lot going on there. And then, like I said, up north, our, our buddies, uh, Derek McGrew and them guys were, were running too. So, uh, a lot to cover this week, really. Even though we didn't see all of it, there's a lot to talk about for sure. Yeah, for sure. And uh, I want to go ahead and get into the two stuff with Derek McGrew. Um, it's really more about Derek McGrew Sr., obviously, as we're talking about. Um, Junior comes into it also. But. If y'all follow our social media, especially our Facebook page, um, y'all will see there was kind of a whole deal going on this last week with uh, with a friend of theirs that they made up there running uh, Modifieds up there in the Northeast. Um, little dude, he's 15 years old, named Fire Swamp. He is out of Canada. And first of all, I want to get into to this guy so I have not talked about him at all or have not talked to him at all or anything like this this is you know what I've talked to Derek McGrew about um this kid is cool he uh he is a racer at heart I mean he's just flat out a racer he wants to race he he, he at 13 years old he decided he wanted to race he went out and got little odd and end jobs Saved up enough money, bought a car, bought a modified himself. Um, got few people to help him with it. He didn't really know much about a car either, and but he got out there, wanted to race, so he learned everything he could about a car, and and put together a car, built a car himself with help from a few people. Um, but him getting to the track, <laughs> he don't even have a driver's license. <laughs> he gets whoever he can to pull the trailer around, um, take him wherever he can to go race because he wants to go race that bad. Um, so it's it's crazy. Well, all right, not this past Saturday, Saturday four, I think it was Is it Friday or Saturday. I can't remember. But anyway, regardless. They were racing up at uh, Fonda up there in New York, and uh, he was running with them, and Derek McGrew Jr. and Fire had become pretty good buddies. Um, more or less, they talked online and stuff like that. Um, and so they hadn't hung around each other very much, but they had they become buddies online. So when they did get to hang around each other, they did to park beside each other and, you know, try to help each other out and all that fun stuff. Well... At the race, Fire ended up getting caught up into a, a wreck. And BNA was there. He was planning on racing some more. Well, Derek Sr., being Derek Sr., <laughs> as he always is, did not want this dude to come up there and not end up racing. He was a buddy of his son's. But not only that, it's not even that he was a friend of his son's. I mean, that, that's, that's up there. This is just how... Derek Sr. is, and if y'all see the hashtag that we put up a lot of times, or the just the tag 
for the page because there is a page, Race Life for Real. Um, it, it's it's a real thing, guys. Um, y'all need to jump on board with it. Uh, as they say, Race Life for Real. It's not just a race; it's a lifestyle. What Race Life for Real is about is helping, especially young racers, helping racers winter down, really. Doing what they can to help these guys stay on track, keeping keeping these boys racing because, as Derek Sr. told us many times, if you don't have youth in it, you're not going to have a future in racing. Oh, no, it'll, it'll die out. <laughs> the, old guy, the old guys can't last forever. So, anyway, all right. Fire Swamp, he got in a wreck. Tore the car up. I mean, frame just warped. I think they said it warped like three inches out. So pretty bad. Well, he didn't know what he was going to do. Um, I think it was actually a Bicknell chassis. Um, but the DKM guys took let him take it in their shop and use all the tools, all the space he needed and everything else. So first of all, that was really cool that a chassis competitor would let them take the car in there and, you know, give them everything you needed to, yeah, to work yeah. on it. And so hats off to those guys for one thing. And, and so that was really cool. Um, but anyway, so they got in there in the shop, started tearing down. That's when they found out it was warped way beyond belief or beyond fixing anyway. Uh, so they were like, all right, we need to find another chassis. Got everything to put on it. Just need another chassis. Well, I think he had everything. The majority of stuff, anyway. Um, so, they started looking around for a chassis. Finally ended up finding one. Um, I think he said chassis was about $3,000 the one they found that they put up under the car. So, this is where Race Life For Real comes in. Race Life For Real, basically, they want to be able to earn money or, or get donations and everything else, um, get support from all you guys out there to when something like this happens, there's funds there to keep these guys going. Even though this, this was somebody Derek senior had not even met, but this one night the boy ended up coming, staying at their house for a week. Um, you know, so it's a little stuff like that. And, but they end up having to find him a chassis. So they found him a chassis, got some donations in, still not quite made it, but there was enough there that some people helped him out. Still got to get a little, raise a little more money to get it all paid for, but but he's he's back riding. He ended up racing again this past weekend. They took a car that was destroyed, tore it apart, put it back together, was racing in one week off of donations from people. That's so awesome. that's awesome. That's absolutely awesome. So, uh, so guys, what I need your help with, and we're going to have to, uh, I told, talked with Derek the other day, and I'm like, dude, we need, really need to get up some sort of, I don't know if we need to get a PayPal account or something. Something people can donate into on a normal basis. You know, if, if there's a hundred people out there giving $10 a month, that's good money for when something like this happens to keep these kids racing. It's not just. And who knows? I mean, you know, some sometime it might be you that needs that money. And that's what Race Life For Real is about, is keeping good people going, not letting 
not letting the little things get you down. If you need help with the race car, you know, something like that, they're there for you. Um, it's not money going into his pocket by no means. Um, it's, it's really helping other racers. But anyway, so Fire ended up racing this past Saturday night, I think it was. Um, I don't think they got to finish. They wanted to, but he's got a brand new chassis, or a new to him chassis under him. So he's got some learning to do on it. But, I mean, dude, to turn around that fast was... Yeah. <laughs> to have the car out there to the track was... <laughs> that was, was a, a win, win in yeah, itself, definitely. exactly. So uh, I thought that was cool. Thought that was really cool with Derek. Um, Derek Sr., Derek Jr., all those guys. Um, they end up doing a little interview at the end of the night. I'm going to go ahead and play kind of the whole thing here because Derek Sr.'s got a few words to say at the end of it here, so we'll just play it all the way through. Let's get it up here. This was for Chicken Bone. This is was Brady Hauser yeah. did this for us. The uh, so you guys at Chicken Bone. This is for you guys and uh, share it on your page. Check out Brady Hauser's page and uh, I said race life for real. It's not just race. Hold on, there you go. It's race life for real. It's not just race. There you go. So thank you guys. See you guys later. Everyone have fun. Thanks for watching. Thanks for tuning in. See you later. How about that? <laughs> oh, that's good stuff. So that was really cool to see them guys back at the track. That was obviously uh, Brady Hauser interviewing Fire Swamp. Then you hear uh, Derek McGrew Jr. in there. And also there was some news in there. Um, he'd been racing. Um, but Derek McGrew Jr. actually got him another ride driving for a number 24 car up there. That's a ride that a lot of good drivers been in. So getting a ride did, like that is yeah. pretty cool. Pretty cool for him. Definitely. So he's a uh, he's stand up dude, and uh, for his age, man, his his uh, his his talent and his the way he carries himself is uh, it's hard to find that you know in that age for sure. So he's a uh, he's well deserving of that ride. And looking forward to seeing how he performs in it for sure. But back to Fire Swamp there for a minute. Um, so like I just said, it got him back on track, and that's what they're all about is getting guys, getting especially young guys, back on the track when when they're in need. Um. This kid came down with like, <laughs> he, he, he told me the kid came down with like a thousand dollars in his pocket to race for the weekend, um, and he was there doing everything he could. He was gonna steal it if they could get the car back straight. He was gonna race the car even if it was bent. He didn't care. He just wanted to race. So it was awesome. Um, I got another little video here. Let's see. We can play it real fast. Um, Fire Swamp was thinking. A lot of the people who supported him on this, so uh, let's uh, let's listen to it real fast here, so all them people can get their names heard here. 
hello everyone. Uh, I would like to take the time to uh, thank everyone that's helped me in the past two weeks. Uh, as you might know, we went down to Fonda Speedway to race and uh, we're running pretty good. Uh, we're going for fifth place and a uh, very unfortunate thing happened. We uh, got taken out pretty bad. Uh, we wrecked, wrecked my frame pretty bad uh, and uh, the frame was not really fixable, so we had to go out and uh, we had to go get a new frame. Um, and I would like to thank all the people who has came out and helped me and uh, get this new frame and get all the parts taken care of. Um, Mike Trailer, he donated some money. Larry Ward, uh, Jimmy McCombs, Joey Latticer, Zach Daniels. Randy Hodling, Beth Orlando, Bug Off Pest Control, McAuliffe Racing Team, Marshland Grill, First Class Services, and I would like to thank all my sponsors, Medicine Chest, Riley Ford, OCR Gas Bar, Action Race Parts, CKON Radio, Number 9 Fuels, and uh, everyone, everyone who's came out and helped me uh, get back on the track, it uh, really means a lot to me. Derek McGrew helped a lot, um, and I, I wouldn't be anywhere if I didn't have Derek. He he came he came came to me after the races and he said we can get this done and we got we got we got the car stripped down and in two days we were back up and running and uh, I can't thank everyone who's helped me helped me over the time in this two weeks. Uh, we got a new frame uh, and we raced with it. It wasn't bad. It was pretty good, actually. I liked I liked how the car ran, and uh, I would just like to thank everyone who donated money and helped me get my new frame to get me back racing. Um, uh, Derek McGrew has really uh, he's a really good guy, and uh, he's a wonderful guy. And I just can't thank everyone enough. And uh, and if you'd like to donate, still we're we're still open to donations. So just uh, uh, just give me a. Facebook message and uh, we can work something out and uh, no it, it really means a lot to me uh, the racing community um, it's pretty it's pretty it's pretty cool how this works and uh, I mean uh, it's uh, it's a big deal and I just can't thank everyone enough race life for real it's not just a race it's a lifestyle well there you hear it race life for real it's not just a race it's a lifestyle 100% man like you said, I love I love everything about that, and you know it, it means so much. And you hang around them at the racetrack, and there's a big family. They all take you in. Um, prime example, and I know this is a lot different scale, but we were down up, up in Bristol, hanging out with Derek and all them guys, and um, pull all the cars down in the in the infield um, for hot laps and then qualifying. You know, there's no tools down there, Harley. There's no nothing. Um, G.R. Smith comes in, got problems. Um, Derek did not have a clue who G.R. Smith was. Oh, well, he said they had met one time in passing a long, right. long time but ago. As far as, <laughs> but knowing him, no. As far <laughs> no. as having a relationship with him, <laughs> not at all. Not at all. He he was not in the in he was not in the infield with him at any capacity, and he was standing there and he saw them struggling trying to get this thing worked out where they could get the car back together. And he goes over there and works on it the whole entire day. 
he became the honorary crew chief that day. And you know, and the next day, he didn't ask for any type of any type of payment. Nothing, nothing at all. And I mean, it just he wanted to help him. And um, <clears throat> that's just you know, there, there's there's so many that you see um, that 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 you know he he lends help to, and uh, they all do so. It is really cool, and what race life for real is all about is is exactly what you said. It's about helping the, you know, the people that need the help, the actual help, not the people that you see with these, you know, endless amounts of money and yeah, three hundred sponsors on the car. I mean, you know, it's just it's it's about getting these getting these these smaller teams going and and helping them when they're in need. And uh, and a lot of times it's not only just money. It's not about money. It's not about no. sponsorship. It's not about it. It's just sometimes they just need help. Well, this, well, prime example, and it's not even in just uh, dirt cars per se. Um, there, they have a friend that uh, their child races go karts, and they needed somebody to haul the trailer down to all the way down here to South Carolina months back. Yeah. And Derek jumped in the truck and. Let's go. Let's go racing. I mean, he does not. <laughs> that's one thing he about He don't sleep, Derek. I don't think. I don't think he does either. I don't know how he does anything, really. But, I mean, he is constantly moving, constantly going. And his brain's constantly working, trying to figure out how he can make things as best he can for the racing community. And that community continues to grow around him. I mean, it's, you know, it's a big deal what he's got going there. And I, I'm glad we could be a part of it. And, um He's very, very family oriented guy, and what him and his son are doing, you know, he's he's trying his best to 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 give his son everything that he can. Oh yeah, and not only just you know he's working for it. Derek Junior is working hard for it. He's doing a lot of work to you know he's he's doing it the right way, I guess I can say. But um, but I love the fact that they do everything together. They're all about it together. Um, and he's teaching in the ropes and and uh. While he's helping him, he's helping everybody else around him. So it's a really, really cool deal and look forward to uh, continue to see that grow for sure. For sure. I'm on uh, – so y'all be watching um, pretty soon. We're going – I'm on uh, – I'm going to talk to Derek a little more and we're going to set something up. Um, And I might even set – I'll probably set something up I know on our website. Uh, they might set something up on their website. I, I, regardless, we want to help in it as much as we can in the race life for real um side um for sure um and i know we might set up something so not only you just make a one-time donation but if people could make a a monthly donation that would be i mean hey what's 10 bucks (laughs) i mean that's 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 not that's that's eating a that's eating a sandwich instead of burger king oh yeah absolutely and and It, nothing will go to us for sure. Um, it's all going to go back into the racing community. And I know people are like, well, you know, racing just, some people look at you and say, well, racing, it's not a necessity. No, it's not. But I enjoy myself being able to take my son and spend time with him out watching a race, just watching. Yep. And if you want to continue to be able to do that with your family, we have to support these drivers. Um, we know for sure, <laughs> me and Sterling know ourselves, we've looked at ways to, and it's not to make any money for ourselves, but just trying even to get like, say t-shirts, something like that out. Um, it takes a whole lot of money 
for people to print t-shirts. And that's why you don't see every driver out there with t-shirts. That takes a whole lot of money. So being that they can't make any revenue off other stuff like that, because I I, I don't know if y'all know this or not. I know a lot of you do. If you break even in racing, you've done about the best you you can. (laughs) You're real happy. (laughs) You're real happy. Racing is most of the time financially stupid, honestly. In a lot of cases, it is. It really is. So these guys are doing it because they love it and and to entertain you. So, with that being the case, guys, we really need to help in ways that we can't in ways we can for these like these smaller teams, like Sterling was just saying. Um, so we'll put something up. Um, if you know, might just be a PayPal link, and you donate whatever you can when you can. No amount is too small for stuff like that. I, I as I've always. Uh, always said in any type case like that, no amount is too small. People might say, well, I ain't got a dollar to give. Okay. <laughs> give a dollar. Cause right. if, if a hundred people are giving a dollar, there's, there's a, there's a tire <laughs> for a lot of these guys. Yeah. And again, you know, and if, if there's another thing too, a lot of these teams, you know, that we see, and I mean, we, we're friends with a good bit of people, but a lot of people don't have help and they don't go to the racetrack because they don't have help. Their, their, their crews, laying off that week or um he don't have crew to go you know we talked with trent ivy not too long ago and he had to get a couple buddies from high school to go help him that's right um you know so that's another thing too a lot of people just you know don't really realize it but if you want to be a part of a team and help 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 some people out you know keep it looking for that look look into that you know around your local track yeah you you can find somebody down there that ain't got but a person or two with them exactly and all you got to do i promise you especially around dirt track you walk up and you see where they're struggling just walk up and ask them hey man you need a hand and one you make a good friend there and two you're part of a team you can help work on a race car and you know donating your time and you know your efforts may not seem like much to you but it's a ton to these guys that's trying to make it. I'm telling you. So, uh, me and uh, me and Kale were talking about that the other day. He said, "Man, he said my help was Levi. He said uh, Levi started racing now. They're racing together. He said, but now we neither one of us have nobody to go change the tire for us real quick while we're doing something else. He said, so just yep. one person makes a uh, huge exactly. difference. <laughs> exactly. So that's whole part of the race life for real deal, man. It's not just about money." Um, it's about just, you know, just being there for these, for these teams and, and these drivers. And, you know, if you can't help out money wise, you can help out in, in your time, in your time, man. It it just, it it makes a really big difference. And, you know, you can be a part of something and, you know, a lot of people don't really realize that a lot of people go to the racetrack and they'll sit in the stands and they'll watch and they'll enjoy. But, you know, you can go down the infield and just walk around and it won't take no time. You'll find somebody you can help. For sure. And another thing, guys, uh, something else that helps immensely that a lot of people don't even think, and it costs $0 to do, um, social media. When you see your favorite driver uh, sharing something on social media, especially when they're trying to raise money for something or something like that, be sure to share those posts. Um, the more people they reach, the more likely they are to uh, to reach whatever they're wanting to reach um so that helps helps a ton 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 just just like us it helps us a ton when y'all share our post yeah so uh we we appreciate it when y'all do we really 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 do 
Really do. So that's cool. So y'all remember a race life for real. It's not just a race. It's a lifestyle. That's it. That's it. Well, something else we had really, 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 really cool going on this past week, past Wednesday and Thursday night. Um, the Schaefer, the the, the fourteenth annual Schaefer's Spring Fling on iRacing. And people say you can't make money on iRacing. <laughs> yeah. $5,000 to win. $16,000 total purse for the Schaefer's Oil Spring Fling on Team VLR Sim Racing. That's, that's, that's some, some jack. <laughs> it, well, it was also the richest purse ever on iRacing. For a single race. For a single yeah. race. For a single race, yeah. It it was insane. And uh, fortunately, we were able to kind of be part of that purse. Uh, we gave away $100 to the Hard Charger Award for the A-Main, and that went to Dylan Wilson. Got the Chicken Bone Alley Hard Charger Award. So that was pretty cool. Also, if y'all watched on Wednesday night, you might have seen some Chicken Bone Alley colors on uh, our logo anyway on Gage Martinez's car, who who tried to play the alphabet soup. Dude, he, he tried to eat the whole back. bowl. I ain't kidding, man. Great day. He was coming to... He started towards the back of the D-Main to begin with and made it all the way to the B-Main and ended up only two spots outside of transferring to the A. (laughs) (sighs) Yeah, that that stinks. But you definitely knew he was there. He was putting on a heck of a show (laughs) coming up through there. Yeah. He had a bad original heat and... uh. And then, then, then really figured it out and was coming up through there. So, yeah, he put the Chicken Bone Alley logo on a uh, on TV there for a while. Absolutely. So it was cool to watch. But anyway, going past that, the man who took the cake there on Thursday night, we got him on the show right here. Let's go talk to him. All right, everybody, on the phone now, we have man who uh, just won him uh, five grand at his house in his underwear. <laughs> nah, <laughs> nah. I mean, well, that's how I race I racing, so I mean, you know. <laughs> nah, Blake Majulis, man, what's going on with you? Oh, not too much, just kind of living it up after uh, last night, you know, big night for me. Big, big night, taking home the $5,000 win in the Schaefer's Oil Spring Fling Man, that was some uh, that was some exciting racing, and we'll definitely get into that here in, in a little while. And um, but congratulations on it, man! Congratulations. Thank you. I appreciate it very much. Uh, like I said, it's a very prestigious event, so uh, you know, to be be here sitting talking to you guys, uh, it's, it's a pretty cool deal for sure. Cool, man. Well, let's uh, let's go back to begin with um, just. You in racing, not necessarily I racing, uh, but just you in racing. When when did you get into racing in general? When did you start liking it? Well, and what else do you do with racing? Do you do anything outside of I racing? Yeah, uh, I got started in dirt in dirt go karts. Uh, we started racing go karts in probably 2011. Uh, currently, still racing them. So since 2011 to now, so it's been quite some time. Uh, been karting. Um, 
for, for quite some time. So like I said, that's kind of most of my racing experience in real life. Uh, obviously I, uh, got in a late model a couple of years ago from my world of all I racing championship. So I was able to, uh, get in a late model then. And, um, you know, looking, looking back on that day, hopefully I can, uh, get myself in a late model, uh, hopefully next year. Uh, that's the plan as, as of now. That's awesome, man. That's, that's, a that's some good goals to set. Uh, speaking of your go-karts, what, what kind of chassis and stuff you run? Yeah, we uh we ran a lot of Phantom stuff. Um, now we're on a slack pursuit. Uh, it's, uh, you know, we we've had some a lot of success on the Phantom stuff, and um, you know, just figured we tried something different uh, this year, and and we'll see how it goes. Stepping away from the Phantom, that's where I I ran Phantom for uh ran Harold stuff for for many many years myself. So that was a uh, back in the day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> back in the day, a lot of races. I, I I sure did myself. I uh I started on the Stalker, so uh, it's been. A few days ago, anyway, Sterling was a uh, <laughs> Sterling was a shadow guy back in the day. So yeah, sure we, we had to yep. we had a good competition yep. in, as far as that goes. Right. <laughs> but anyway, man. All right. Well, moving on to I racing. We know you 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 are the man in I racing, pretty much. I mean, especially right now. Um, you and I will. I, I say a couple guys there. You know, your teammate there, Evan. Evan say and uh. Your man to finish second to you last night, Alex Bergeron. Um, y'all are the y'all are the ones to beat now on the dirt side, especially of iRacing, racing, man. Uh, how did you really get into i racing, and um, how long you been doing it? All that, all that fun stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I when when dirt first released, I saw you know a couple of YouTube videos, and you know, I always I always grew up watching dirt racing, so I I thought it was really cool. Um. You know, my my dad got ended up getting me a cheap little wheel and a little laptop that could just barely run i racing, and um, you know had a lot of fun with it. And then, you know, really didn't have any intentions of of being where I am now. Um, started winning some races and taking some serious time to learn the setups. And um, you know, that's probably when I grinded most uh, was when I was trying to learn for the first time and just get the setups down, um, learn the car. I learned from my mistakes, trial and error, and um, you know here we are. So, it's it's been a crazy three years to see the growth. Um, you know, to see where I started to now is uh, definitely surreal for myself. But um, it's been a, a crazy adventure for sure. How old are you? I'm 19. 19. Man, I wish I was winning races like that. At 19 years old. I'm telling, I'm telling you, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, kind of, kind of. Well, stemming from that. Um, you know, the thing that we always talk about on here is, you know, we, we have our racing setups as well and we, we run some, but you know, we just don't have time to actually work with setups and figure them out to be able to run open, uh, series and, you know, we, we run fixed races pretty much all the time. Um, what did you do to figure out setups far as, you know, you just get in there and just practice with it or is it something that you learn from actual yeah. cars or what? Yeah, uh, I mean, there's definitely some things you can apply from real life, but there's also some things you can't. Um, you know, it all depends on what you're talking. But, you know, as far as learning setups, um, you know, I just kind of, like, it, it was just a lot of trial and error. Uh, I learned on my own, really, uh, until I got with a, on a team. Um, that was probably a year and a half into my iRacing uh, start, since I started iRacing, probably a year and a half. Uh, then I got on a team. You know, then I got some some decent help, and and I was taught a little bit here and there. But 
you know, for the main part, you know, it was just kind of on my own and a lot of trial and error to, to determine what's good and what's not. And, you know, obviously you got to learn, you know, how a late model works in order to build the setup. So, um, you know, with no late model experience or, or any, anything like that, you know, it was kind of difficult, but you know, if you do your research, you'll, uh, you'll figure it out. Like I said, um, just a lot of trial and error. And, um, the open setup deal is, it, it's definitely a tough thing. Um, you know, especially right now when I racing updates, these cars, the ch- setups change, you know, tremendously. So, you know, you're never going to be on the same thing twice. Uh, you know, you either hit it or you don't. And, you know, frankly, you know, it's hard to hit it every time, but I've been fortunate enough to uh, get that ticket. Um, you know, obviously for the win, like last night, it was just a, it's a matter of, you know, trying to figure out what the track's going to do and, and, and being good at the end. Well, I mean, yeah, you were definitely good at the end, but what surprised me about you and Evan um, is y'all's cars were good from the start, it seemed like. Um, yeah. Alex came on there at the end, but, but he – if if you couldn't get a lane you couldn't pass and you had you had plenty enough power and enough you know handling to stay in front of him so there was no way he was getting around but what impressed me about y'all is like i said y'all were good from from start to end and and they really looked good right and and you can tell when you watch your race alex you know we he was probably two to three tenths slower than probably almost half the field if not more and, um, you know, you can tell how, how someone sets up in a race. And, uh, you know, he had that left front high up in the air. And I tested that a little bit. And I just, uh, I didn't think that was any good. I didn't think you were going to get too far with that. And, you know, I could just tell, you know, during, throughout the week, how Alex was, how he, he was setting up for the berm. So I knew he was going to be good. And especially on that prelim, that prelim night, he was good down there. But, you know, he, uh, he, I think he was a little bit better there at the end. I think he could charge the corners a little harder than me. But, um, you know, as you can tell, he was very slow in the beginning and very good at the end. So, I mean, to hit the balance like I did, you know, from start to finish is amazing. That's something you don't get very often. You know, you either struggle the first half or the last half. So, uh, to hit balance like I did, you know, we were pretty steady throughout the whole race. I never lost the handle of the car, maybe just a little speed at the end, but, you know, definitely nailed it for sure. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, that's that's something that we always struggle with is it, running a long race, 50 to 100 laps, whatever. Um, man, keeping the car up under you while the track slicks off, it that's something that really amazed me is, you know, how you were able to set that car up to where it would work uh where, where you would have forward bite throughout that whole race and um you right. know it seemed like some of them were set up for the for the for the track to slick off of course and once it right. did they come on a little bit but you know very impressive how you were able to have that car set up to where it would where it would handle and uh and and, and have the speed throughout that whole race yeah definitely i mean that track was you know i don't think anyone was expecting how that track was going to turn out i couldn't believe how Oren. You know, we, we ran a couple of practice races during the week and I just, uh, it threw me for a loop, but you know, we, we, we did it, you know, that's, that's, that's just how it is. The track was, I don't think anyone was expecting how treacherous the cushion was going to be. I mean, you had guys traction flipping up there in one and two, that cushion was just so big, but you know, it did lose a lot of speed around halfway. And when Evan got around me, you know, I knew he was better and I, I told him I'd let him go and I'd follow behind him. 
I'm not going to race someone, you know, if I'm too tense off. And he just kept catching me and catching me. You know, he'd make a mistake and still catch me. I'm like, I- I'm not going to hold him up. We're only on lap 40, 50. You know, so I told him, you know, I'd let him go if he was better. And, you know, he ended up getting by me. I just wanted to ride for a little bit, you know, save the car. And right around lap 60 or so, I noticed that, you know, I put the left front right on that berm and one and two. And, you know, once he got by me, I felt like I was definitely better than he was. I had a line going in three and four. He didn't, he wasn't running. Um, but yeah, I felt like once he got back by me, I was, uh, I was a little bit better than him. So, you know, in my case, I don't really like the, I don't really like leading in those big races because you just know that someone's behind you and they can try different things. And like you saw with Evan, you know, he had a big lead on third for that whole race and he was just trying to square me up and trying all these lines. So he knew by the end of the race, what's going to be good. And that's what I don't like about leading. So, you know, I think Evan was definitely in a good spot. You know, I think he could have waited even longer, but I I just didn't want to, uh, you know, I didn't want to hold him up and, I kind of wanted to be in second for that prime spot in the end. Well, let's uh, let's talk about the the elephant in the corner of the room over there that uh, there was a lot of talk about during the race there. Um, when you went to go around, yep. Evan, <laughs> and you kind of got mm-hmm. into him, in my opinion, now this is just my opinion, uh, yep. you get into him does not cause him to hit the wall down the middle of the back stretch. <laughs> so that was my Thank opinion. You. There was a lot of other people with different opinions. Uh, so right. t- tell me your side of it and have y'all spoken since about that? Yeah. You know, not many, I don't know. You know, I either get a lot of people liking, you know, the race and, 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 and how I perform and whatnot. And then you always got the, the haters, obviously. I just, you know, it doesn't bother me. I don't care. You know, it is what it is. I, I said it last night. I, I had a big run off four that he didn't know about that line. You know, and I was going into one and, and he missed the bottom. You know, he was he, he hit the bottom but it looked like he got pretty pretty good jacked up sideways into one. And I just had that big run. I mean, I didn't have intentions of, hey, I'm gonna put you in the wall. I mean, you can watch. I hit him a little bit and he moves up the track. We come off to it. The guy doesn't he doesn't even have damage. You know, he's going to be right behind me. You know, when I do that, he's going to be right behind me. And you know what he was going to do? He was going to do the same thing I did to him. So it's going to be a good race, 100%. But it wasn't like, hey, I'm just going to door you and send you up in the wall. I got into him a little bit, and I didn't even, like, mean to. You know, I got that huge runoff four. I didn't have intentions of of doing anything crazy. And uh, what happened off of two, there was a foot of air between me and him. So I had nothing to do with that. Um, I tried apologizing to him, you know. Sooner or later, hopefully he realizes that I just didn't try to ruin his race like that. Um, you know, like a lot of people think, but you know, from my eyes, you know, I won the race. Um, it is what it is. I didn't, I didn't do anything, uh, you know, bizarre. I wasn't trying to wreck my teammate, nothing like that. You know, that was not the intention at all. And I, I don't feel like I did that at all either. I feel you there, man. And it definitely didn't look like it to me. Definitely looked like you just barely touched him. And then, and then, uh, then yep. things just happen. It's just circumstance after that. It didn't even look like I hit him. I mean, no. you can watch the replay. I, I almost, it, I didn't even hit the guy. I, I, almost, I rubbed him. Like, I yeah, exactly. Him exactly. Barely. Exactly. But yeah. I mean, yeah, it, it's a bummer. <laughs> you know, it definitely sat in my head all night. You know, I felt bad, but then I can't just sit here and feel bad after I won five grand. I'm not going to. That's what I'm talking <laughs> about. <laughs> Right. <laughs> oh, that's awesome, man. Well, uh, speaking of you two, well, first of all, how did uh how did y'all get hooked up with our buddy uh Chris Ferguson? Yeah, uh, you know, I think Fergie just kind of 
kind of he was paying attention to the i racing stuff you know he was he started racing when covid first hit and you know i think me and evan really stood out to to chris you know I, he he kind of reached out to, to me at least i don't know how he worked with evan but he kind of reached out to me actually one server, you know, he said, give me a setup and I'll send you a t-shirt. So that's <laughs> how that started. And, um, ever since then we, uh, we've, we've got a, a really good friendship and, and a, a really good powerhouse. As you can see, I mean, me and Evan, you know, there's, there's nobody really better in the game right now, in my opinion. Uh, I just, you know, he created some, some elite stuff. Um, you know, I'm really glad to be a part of, of, you know, Majula say speed shop, CFM esports. But, you know, pretty much how we got together was, you know, just like that. And, uh, you know, he kind of saw where I was going with I racing, And, uh, you know, I appreciate him picking me out for sure. He's a good dude. He really is. We're uh, oh yeah, we're, we're sure. very proud to be friends with him and, and get to hang out with him a good bit. And um, so he's a good guy. Um, all yeah. right. Well, well, you and Evan, y'all y'all got y'all's uh, speed shop there. Um, tell us how that all started. Yeah. Obviously, I threw eye racing and doing some awesome setups, but how did y'all actually come together and and uh, doing your setups together? Yeah, um, you know, me and Evan used to hate each other about a year and a half ago, and we we finally, you know, we got over all that, and you know, I ended up talking to him, and Chris kind of got me closer with Evan, and you know, me and Evan ended up becoming pretty good friends, you know. I, I've raced with him quite a bit and I, you know, we went to Bristol together for, for Chris's race when he won that night. So, you know, it was just, a, it was a great time, um, you know, there especially. And ever since then, I felt like, you know, me and Evan were pretty good friends and, uh, you know, pretty much, you know, our main goal was to get, you know, a setup shop released, you know, we knew, you know, we knew from the start that there's no other setup shop or company out there that is giving what we are giving or, you know, the providers of building the setup, you know, I don't, I don't feel like there's anyone on the iRacing market that, you know, is selling what we're selling right now. And, you know, I just think, you know, we both put our heads together and we knew that we could make, you know, a good business out of what we're doing and, and a good brand off what we're doing. So, you know, we both, you know, like I said, we both got together and, and used our heads and, and put it together and, and now look where we are. So it's definitely a cool deal definitely definitely awesome stuff man well that is that's sweet and man uh well what what is uh is there any big big races on the horizon for you guys um you know i'm sure there's always pop-up races you know some good money shows there's always money on i racing so i'm sure there'll be something down the road you know uh hopefully we got that world of outlaw series coming this year again um, not sure what's going on with that. I haven't heard anything, but hopefully, uh, that goes through and, and all is well with that. But, uh, you know, I'm sure they're definitely down the road. There'll be some big races this year for sure, especially during winter time. Well, good deal, man. Well, we can't, uh, can't wait to watch you on there and, uh, yeah, I'm about to say, we're going to watch you. We're not going to race with I was you. Say, I'm not going to race with you. Cause <laughs> yeah. that wouldn't work yeah. out. <laughs> that wouldn't work out for yeah. us. Oh, well, good deal, buddy. Well, uh, well, I hate it. Um, you know, we didn't actually meet at Bristol because we were there with uh, Chris that night, too. We actually had our camera in his car that night, and he won. So uh, oh, no we were probably all around each other, just hanging out, you know. Yeah, probably, yeah. So, there was uh, a lot of people there, for sure. Good Lord, yes, there was. I was like, I was a madhouse, and I loved it. It was awesome. Right. <laughs> oh yeah for sure it was an experience of a lifetime no so, doubt about it so uh we heard last night you, you said you want to save up that money and maybe get your own late model uh what's uh what what is your hopes to uh 
to get into the late mile? What, what are you wanting to do in it? Yeah, I, I mean, I've been in carts for so long, man. What has it been? I've been 12 years now. It's just, you know, it's the same thing. You know what you're getting in. And, you know, I love kart racing. I've had a lot of success and a lot of fun over the years. No doubt made a lot of friends over it. But, you know, I, I just, I think it's time, you know, when I'm still young, I think it's time, you know, to save up and, and do what I can, you know, I've made a good, good amount of money, money off iRacing. And, you know, I've tried to save every bit of that to put it towards what I want. And, you know, I don't want to go out and buy junk and, and be running mid pack. You know, I want to try and, you know, if I get in a late mile, I want to take some time to learn, you know, obviously learn, but I also want to be competitive. I'm just not that guy that goes to race for fun, you know, so I've been saving up a lot, you know, hopefully, you know, some sponsors, you know, can can fill in and help me there you know you never know um but like i said hopefully by by next year hopefully i got a late mile up and going you know crate crate class or something around here locally for a little bit and then you know hopefully we'll, we'll see where it goes from there but you know nothing's a guarantee it's just uh it's a hope of mine a dream of mine i hear you man that's awesome well uh hopefully uh uh, maybe we can talk in um at least I don't know about on a real race car because <laughs> you know that is but maybe maybe we could talk and uh, get some chicken bone alley stuff on on your i racing setup we had we had chicken bone alley on a car in this in this race but it was he didn't quite make the main old Gage Martinez he was running the chicken oh, bone alley logo for us <laughs> <laughs> there you go 100%. but he got he got some uh he got some uh footage you know on prelim night there because he uh he tried to play alphabet soup for a little while right yeah i remember so uh well cool man well that is awesome and uh well i meant to ask you this earlier what kind of um what kind of setup do you have for your iRacing setup now <laughs> yeah so you know i really don't have anything too special i used to race um when i won the outlaw championship uh, in 2019 i was racing on a little desk you know it's just nothing crazy a g27 wheel um now i've I got a sponsor, Sim Seats. Um, go check them out. Uh, Sim Seats, they sell some good iRacing rigs, and they sent me one to uh, to use and try. And You know, it's still nothing crazy. It's just a nice little piece to have my wheel and pedal set up on uh, rather than a desk and a nice little seat for sure. Um, nothing crazy, though. Just got one monitor on the side. I use an Oculus uh, VR, you know, one of the originals from like four or five years ago, so you know, that's going out of date. I, I still use my G27 wheel, um, and pedals. Uh, I actually have a set of V3 pedals, um, that I've been using as well. It really just depends. Um, you know, I've been having some issues with my, with my brake pedal on my V3. So sometimes I pull the Logitech ones out. Uh, just like I said, it really depends, but, um, yeah, nothing fancy. Um, I tell everybody that you don't need anything fancy to be fast point proven several times i just i don't think you know i think people think that equipment's going to make them crazy crazy fast and i just i don't think it does that's just my personal opinion but i can agree with that i can agree with that 100 but uh i i did want to ask about those v3 pedals it is isn't that the ones that that have the little vibration in it with wheel spin and stuff yeah like that? Yep. It, it, yeah it, yeah they're really nice Okay, cool. Because that is my feeling anyway on dirt racing. Mine and Sterling, we we both talked about this. That I just can't. I feel like I can't feel the the wheel spin in the car, and I think that's where I lose a lot on yeah. it. I got I got to learn that somehow. Yeah, it's. I mean that 
Yeah, I mean, fuel and wheels been something a lot of people struggle with, obviously. I, I mean, it's if you, especially if you don't have V3s. I mean, I don't use them often. I don't even think my vibration works on them. But wow. I, I think if you just if you learn how to control the car and know what you you got to sound like through the corner when you're idling through, you know, you're gonna know whether you're spinning or not. But obviously, that comes with time and you know, obviously experience. Um, so not everyone's gonna know that, but. So Sterling, what he's saying is we need a mo- we we need a practice. We yeah, <laughs> running running one day a week is not going to cut it. That's we, what we got to practice. We're we're those um we're we're those guys that just jump on there for fun, <laughs> you know. Yeah, we, yeah. We, we love to watch you guys. We love to watch you guys that are professional. You know, we're, y'all are like the y'all are like the world outlaw guys to us. But we're the we're the uh, Saturday night, you know, whatever track here you and know? there. That, that that's that's us. <laughs> right. There's nothing wrong with that. Uh, yeah, definitely. But it is really cool, though. And, I mean, and you're definitely the one to test to it, like you said. You've made a lot of money off iRacing. And, and a lot of people, for whatever reason, a lot of people think, okay, it's iRacing, whatever. It's, it's not real, all that. Well, mm-hmm. naturally, I mean, it's it's pretty daggum realistic. I mean, from what I have seen and what I've felt from running go-karts and yeah. stuff over the years. I know, and, I know this. I get just as mad at somebody on there as I do in a real car. Oh, definitely. <laughs> It's a lot cheaper to fix your well, car, though. You, know, <laughs> but, you uh, could also ask anyone, you know, the, this is an interesting, a oh, very interesting thing. That, you know, I've talked to a lot of guys that race late models in real life. And, you know, when they come on to iRacing and, and they're racing, you know, quite often, you know, it's per se, like if it's winter and they're not racing, um, you know, and they're on iRacing and, you know, they tell me all the time that they get more nervous over iRacing than real life. Wow. I don't know what, why, or what causes that, but I mean, I think it's 100% true. I mean, I get in, I get in a, in a car race for 1500, 2000 all the time and I'm not nervous at all. And I get on iRacing racing for $200 and I'm nervous, <laughs> yeah. but obviously, you know, as laps go by, you know, the first lap, you're only nervous for the first lap, but you know, still, I thought it was pretty interesting how all these guys are telling me they get more nervous for for uh you know an i racing event rather than real life i just you know something about that that gets me intriguing you know for sure i just uh it's hard to believe yeah it sure is well i'll tell you what <clears throat> maybe for too long we're going to hook, 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 ah, get in touch with you about uh getting us some setups here and maybe we can try to move up a little bit in the world and yeah try something out a little bit see how it really is supposed to feel right? <laughs> yeah i know right so uh so let everybody know how to uh get a hold of y'all to uh get some setups and uh, all that good of course yeah, so I, uh, you know, I, I kind of was not on a setup shop. You know, I wasn't working for a setup shop for a while. Um, and I kind of started my own deal, but I wasn't selling setups. I was just actually offering my coaching and online consulting, you know, whatever. Like, for say, you guys, if you need help, you know, you come to me and I'll help you for an hour with setup help or, you know, driving help, whatever you want. You know, we'll go over that, you know. I take some serious time and, uh, you know, that's grown to be a big thing. I, I feel like a lot of people like the coaching and, you know, I'm definitely glad I started that. That's, uh, I got a Facebook page, 127 industries. That's my, uh, coaching and online consulting. And then, uh, for the setups, the Julius C speed shops, www.cfmesports.com setups are live. Uh, some serious speed, like I said, they'll um, put our heads together and uh, definitely not slacking on this one. Well, cool deal, man. And you said you had a few sponsors on there. Who uh, 
who all was helping you out on on the racing side? Oh yeah, oh man, I got a lot, um, a lot. B one R T racing, first of all, um, you know a lot of those guys. Um, you know my main team. We all we all put in a lot of time, and uh, those guys. Uh, you know I joined that team probably half a year ago or so now, maybe a little longer than now, and uh, you know I've been having some good runs. So so those guys for sure. Um, ML Performance, Matt Logan, uh, he does a lot for my program. Um, he's put in a lot of work with me. Uh, you know, he's busy with real life stuff. He owns a shock business. So he's always busy and, uh, you know, he always makes time. So him a lot for sure. I've got to thank him a lot. Um, Reliable Energy Solutions, Jeff Swilly. Um, he's done a lot for me too. He's a, a big sponsor and a big help. Um, we've been together for quite some time now and uh, he's truly the man. So um, leading to that, uh, Chris, obviously Chris Ferguson, CFM Esports, um, CFM, everything, uh, everything he does for me. Um, you know, he promotes me a lot and uh, try to cross promote, and we've grown something pretty big here with CFM Esports. So, definitely him for bringing me on board. Uh, CD Cinematography, uh, they do a lot of my editing. BK Designs, they do a lot of my editing as well. Uh, Design Seventy Five, Jeremy Ray, he painted the car last night. Looked badass. Can't thank him enough. Uh, Represent Limited, uh, Nick Diaz, Nate Diaz Academy, Stockton Brothers. Uh, they got a fight coming up. Nate Diaz has a fight May 15th. They just released, uh, Represent just released a new drop of clothing on RepHard.com. Um, some really badass merch over there. Um, so, yeah, that's that's about all my people. I, I got a lot, and I uh, truly can't thank everyone enough for uh, being on board. Well, that is awesome, man. That's that is good stuff, and we want to tell you congratulations again. And uh, like we said, man, we can't wait to get on there and watch you a little more. We appre- I appreciate that very much. Thank you guys for the support and having me on here. It was a it was a blast while it lasted. For sure, we appreciate it, man. How about that old uh, Blake Majulis there? He's <laughs> that boy is a that boy is a sim racer. He's a racer. Period. Oh, yeah, absolutely, but good Lord, dude, he is, uh, I mean, for 19 years old, that's pretty jumper. I mean, he's, ugh, I don't understand how they do it. You know I mean? We talked about it right there a little bit, but I cannot figure this out. The setup deal, I don't know how they do it, man. Great day. It just makes me feel bad. I'm not even worried about the setup. I know. I'm not worried about the setup. You know, we run we run mostly fixed stuff. I'm not worried about setup. What makes me feel bad is when there's these $5,000 wheels and pedals and all that stuff out there. And I, I, me and Sterling t- up here talking about, man, we we got we gonna have to end up upgrading, you know, to be able to really feel the car and all this stuff. And we go talk to him, and he's running the exact same stuff we are. Yeah, <laughs> I think something's wrong with mine. Something because <laughs> it, it, it don't do that. It's it both of ours, apparently. Obviously, my, my gas pedal ain't going all the way down. Something on uh Something wrong. <laughs> oh, that was really cool. Congratulations again to Blake and uh. And, and man, it's insane! It's it really insane. is. That was a that was a cool race to watch. Fun race to watch. If y'all haven't watched a race on iRacing when they come up, and they're not on all, they're not, uh, not these races. This race in particular um, isn't exactly on the iRacing social media platforms. You got to look around. There's a lot of broadcasters um, that that do these for iRacing, and this one was one. Also, it ended up being on. Thing. It was on Facebook, Twitter, uh, YouTube. It was on everything on under different broadcasters and stuff. So, yeah, it was, it was a, uh, 
it was a big deal. Big, oh, very, big deal. Very much so, yeah. Cool to watch. See all, uh, and that's what's really cool though, because it's, it's a big deal and you, you got all these racers from around the country, but, uh, Blake is part of Chris Ferguson Motorsports Esports side. So, <laughs> full circle comes right back around to our buddy Chris. That's it. <laughs> so that's, it was cool. Cool, cool, cool deal. Um, I'm ready to watch some more of them. I'm ready to get our own started back up. We got a, yeah, we, we're going to be in talks real soon about our summer series coming up and uh see what we can make happen with that get us some uh well i'm going to let everybody know we're not paying that kind of we're, person we're not paying, <laughs> we're not paying sixteen thousand. well we, we can we could just depends on what kind of sponsors we get we gotta have a lot of sponsors I'm a lot sure. of sponsors <laughs> gonna take a few so with that being said guys if uh you were looking to sponsor an iRace of, of sorts um, or a whole series of sorts. Get with us. We, uh, we're we looking for some sponsors. Yes, sir. We're always looking. Get like your sponsors. Get your business out there. And this will be completely across America. On, on Well, more than that, really. It can be across the world, really. It can. Um, yeah. But really across America with iRacing, um, with the guys we'll be racing with. So... They'll see your your company and your logos and everything on there. So y'all uh get in touch with us. We'll talk about some specifics on getting our own deal going here. Oh anyway. There was some more real racing this week. <laughs> well first let's talk about something else. Let's talk about our buddies over at SRI. SRI performance. Guys, 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 guys. Let me tell y'all something. I've been watching some racing videos. I've been watching some races. First of all, there's some of y'all. Y'all got to go faster. <laughs> no offense. <laughs> no offense. <laughs> it's okay if you say no offense, right? You say anything I'm wrong think. as long as you say no offense. I, far as I know, I think that's one. Is that a thing now? I I don't know. Is that what it is? Yeah, you can't hurt nobody's feelings anymore. So I'm kind of I don't know. All right. Well, <laughs> if you feel like you need to be offended, you can take offense to this. Some of y'all need to be faster. Some of y'all slow. <laughs> <laughs> and some I you, of y'all, I, I, I'm, I'm, much, well, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm gonna go back into it. Tell like the preacher told me the other day. We're trying to. We, <laughs> We try, <laughs> we, we we trying to grow winners, not wieners. That's what he said. So I, I heard kinda, it. I can kind of put that in the same perspective. If you want to be a wiener, don't go to SRI. If you want to be a winner, you better get over to SRI. Get over to SRI. Oh, you guys, they got all the performance parts you need for your race car and everything and more and more and more and more stuff to make your car look good and stuff to make make your car go fast. So uh, y'all head over to SRI Performance, get you some good parts. Head to the racetrack and put that thing back up front. Put it in victory lane where it's supposed to be, or at least be contending for it. But second place is the first loser. Hey, I mean, if if there was a good loser, I guess that'd be the best one, right? Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Also, also, some of you guys, 
I'm just saying, I've been watching how y'all driving first this year, and Santa Claus need to bring y'all some driving lessons. Because y'all have tore up some cars. <laughs> I'm stepping on the toes today. I'm stepping on the toes. I don't even care. It don't even matter. Man. It don't even matter. If you may, call in next week and we'll talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, But anyway, go over to Stock Car Steel and Aluminum and go get yourself some new sheet metal to fix that dent you just put inside up by running into Billy Bob last week. Quit running inside of them. Quit tearing it up. Quit tearing it up. Go to the front, not the side. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they, they got everything you need to put your car back together, guys. All the, uh, if you got real crazy, uh, you need some of their good old pro molly tubing, build you a new cage in that thing. Or if you feel like you just need to beefing up your cage a little bit because you're getting scared out there yourself, go ahead and check them out and they can hook you up on all the make your all the ways to make your car safe as far as cage wise uh, and they can make your car pretty on the outside with all their 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 metals that they got all kind of prettiness uh, all kind of sheets one thing metal. i always just always remember if you if you if you well, got a slow car at least make it pretty yeah i mean you know well that's the one thing about finishing last get you some good sponsors because they get the most time on the track. Exactly. And they're not going by so fast that people can't read it. Exactly. That's the whole see, that's what I think. <laughs> There's always a positive, I guess. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but you're still a wiener at that point. He, he, I was yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh then go go over there and get you some uh some good old purple springs, some Draco Springs. Uh check out uh SRI Performance dot com. See all the PDF sheets from all the Purple Springs they got and uh, why you're on there. And when you buy all this stuff to make you go fast and look pretty, when you get to checkout and it looks like a big old number, when you see that part that says promo code, type in C-Bone 10. A C is in? Chicken. B-O-N-E 1-0 to get yourself 10% off at checkout. Can't bean it. That's right. You cannot like beat a, it. Well, never mind. I'm a... <laughs> just, just, just remember SRI is your re- one-stop shop for all things racing. Like a wet noodle. That's what it is. Like a wet noodle. <laughs> just like that. <laughs> you just can't, can't, <laughs> can't beat it. Spaghetti noodles, all right? That's exactly what I'm thinking about. Oh man! Oh, I tell this you is what, going dude. off the rails today. Good stuff, man. Good stuff. Good John Brown stuff. <laughs> oh, it's been fun. All right. Well, we got some asphalt stuff to talk talk about. Um, our buddy, our part time co host, he needs he needs to come on here. He ain't been here in a while. Derek Griffith. He had his possibly we're not sure yet last scheduled ARCA race for this year yeah in the uh spot on venturini toyota camry and uh well i was kind of well at kansas i was kind of excited when i saw the when i saw his car because no offense to anybody i guess we're here to hurting people's feelings again but your feelings i saw feelings (laughs) 
I saw uh, bump your feelings. I saw that he was not in the fifty-five. He was in the twenty-five, which is his teammate's car, Gracie Trotter. So I was kind of worried that Gracie might take him out again. Didn't have to worry about that this week. No, no, she couldn't take him out. She wasn't there. He was driving a car. She couldn't take him out. <laughs> exactly. So, uh, <clears throat> so yeah, I was that was a good start to the race anyway. And but, dude, once I saw qualifying results, I was like, oh my lord. This is going to be... Uh, I'm pretty sure... Um, I think Ty was driving a cup car. I'm pretty sure. Or either he had... He had one of them uh, Days of Thunder gears or something. He had another gear. <laughs> he had a, he dropped a hammer because... <laughs> Dropping the hammer, Harry. <laughs> because, good Lord, he was fast. But he was what? He was half a second faster... Than the second place the second man. place man. Yeah. In qualifying. Yeah. He was a second faster than, than Derek. Derek. And Derek qualified, what, six? Something like that? I think it was six. Yeah, somewhere right there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was six. Insane. I don't that that was I, I, I ain't understand it. I ain't don't get me wrong. I know the boy's good. I know the boy's got good backing. I'm not disagreeing with that. But cars that have the same rule package, how are you a half a second faster than a second place man with one car on the track when you're flat footing it around the whole track? I don't understand that. At all, so I, <laughs> I'm confused on that whole deal. Um, and I thought I was I like, well, maybe he can't run that fast for that long. We were wrong. We were wrong on that too, because he lapped all the way up to what seventh place. Yeah, sixth, seventh. Jesus, Ty was fast, very fast, too, too fast. Um, but anyway, I text uh, Derek. After the race, told him it was an awesome job because he ended up finishing in the uh, fifth, fifth position. Yep. But on the first lap, there was a little hairy moment. I asked him, I said, uh, did you radio in for your brown pants after that? Hmm. <laughs> he missed uh, he, he missed a spinning car there by about two inches. I yeah, think. Brett Holmes. Yeah. When it, 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 it was kind of strange because the middle, you could not run the middle like at all. Especially with a car on the outside. Yeah, you could not do it. And first lap, going into three, Brett Holmes in the middle, and uh, he lost it and chased it up the racetrack and couldn't hang on to it. And like you say, dude, (laughs) back to Days of Thunder, he looked just like Days of Thunder. He he drove towards the car. He dropped the hammer and drove towards the wreck. He (laughs) He barely missed him. Derek Derek made it through somehow. I was like, you got to be kidding me. He he ain't going to wreck on the first lap. And then all of a sudden, right through. He literally had a couple inches to the wall and a couple inches to the car. Yeah. Where he made it through. He had nowhere else to go. I mean, he no. couldn't have made any other move. There was only one he could do. So that was cool to see. Uh, first first half of the race there, he ran fourth pretty much the whole time. Um, car, didn't, it, car didn't fire off well. It wasn't firing off well, but he just kept having to start on the bottom. Two, which would you would drop back a couple spots starting on the bottom because you couldn't stay. You need to keep wide open, and you couldn't stay wide open on the bottom, if, especially if the car was on the outside of you. So he would always drop back a spot when he started on the bottom, and uh, so he ended up uh, dropping back to. I think he ended up dropping back what seventh one time, mm-hmm. and then drove it back up to fifth. So uh, it uh. It was a good race for him. Um, it was, but he didn't have the car that his teammates had. No, Brett. Um, uh, daggone 
I forget what, his name. Fifteen. Yeah, I just I just went blank. I'll think of it here in a minute. I just had it in my head. Don't you love when that happens? But anyway, his teammate was right there with Ty for the majority of it. Uh, even there towards the end, he wasn't far off Ty. But nah. Ty uh, took off for him from him. Um, it, so it was good. It was a good race for Derek. But the whole race in general, other than that first lap. And then right after the midway caution, like what, two laps into it, three laps mm-hmm. into it, there was a spin, single car spins. Um, well, the first single car spin, it started as single car spin, but somebody uh, collected him big time. But um, Corey Heim, that's what it is, Corey Heim. Um, Corey Heim was right there with Ty Gibbs. Uh, but anyway, it, the race is stretched out. I mean... Like three laps into it, Derek was four seconds back already. And when it just stretches out like that, you just can't do it. It just, I don't know. Well, those, those, kind of, cars, kind of race. those cars stretch out bad on mile and a half. Yes, yes, I mean, they do. It just was extra bad. This, this time seemed like, because, yeah. dude, they were in no time, they were stretched out. It's, it's crazy. And again, back to an ARCA race 20 entries. That was it. Mm. I don't think they got the. Uh, I don't think the uh, the the business model was very good in that series either. I think they got too much of it. I think with the Arca East and West series, though the East and West end up getting and they're the same exact car. They're getting a lot more, but they're not having to travel as far. I know the purse isn't as much but they're not having to travel near as far because they just kind of stay in their region. Mm-hmm. And I think it's kind of splitting splitting the uh, the difference there because Kansas is right in the middle of the country. Ain't neither side going it. <laughs> so. Exactly. I don't know. Uh, it's, uh, there's a few things I do to make ARCA different. I personally, now this be going back old school. I think I'd drop them back to a six-cylinder car. Well, I mean, sure, go for it. But if nothing else, don't run anything over a mile racetrack. Well, that's what I'm saying. Drop back to a six-cylinder car and run nothing over a mile. I mean, you know, run New Smyrna, run uh, Pensacola. Well, they do, but Nashville, Fairground. Just run small, smaller Saturday night racetracks. Yep think they put on a lot better racing and i think they would have a lot bigger fields i think i think too um i guess their deal is when they do that they can't get on tv as much because when it's when they're on fs1 they got to be at a companion event with nascar right right <clears throat> and well the uh what what is it the track pass or whatever yeah that went away when they had that they were at the smaller tracks, so they had the Arca East races and stuff on there. Um, and they still are, but they're on, um, I guess there is more on FS1 this year, or, or uh, on different channels. Yeah, I don't know what all that, I don't know. I don't know. I, but, figure, I figure next year it'll probably be on Peacock TV. <laughs> more than likely, yeah. But, so anyway, hats off to him. I hope, I hope and pray that he can get him uh, some more seat time this year. 
um, in the Arca car or, or whatever else he can get into. Hopefully, hopefully something will work out for him for sure because, uh, man, he needs that seat time and he needs some uh, he needs some viewership. He needs some people seeing him because he's, uh, he's, he's very, very talented for sure. Definitely. Definitely. Uh, well, then there was the Saturday night. There was the truck race at Kansas. And it was about as much of a snooze fest. The only thing that didn't make it a snooze fest was they had a um, green and white checker there at the end. Yeah. And they went butt wild, man. And they run over everybody. Yeah, sure did. John Hunter was in a KBM truck. Um, I think he was the only one to take tires. Yeah. Come out he like dropped 12, way back. Yeah. Come out like 12th or something. And then in no time, he was up to 5th or whatever it was. Right there. I don't know where he finished. They kind of got all into it. But. Um, Kyle Bush won him another one. Finally, he uh, yeah, he been finishing second to John Hunter. A yeah. couple races, he's probably glad to finally win one and not finish second to his own truck. Yeah, probably so for sure. So he had dominant truck all day, and we were listening to him on the radio, and uh, they're like, "Well, we're gonna take a big swing at it this time." I'm like, "You've led the entire race." Yeah, you're <laughs> running two tenths a lap faster on older tires. Why are you? Uh, well, yeah. But it worked. I don't think their big swings at things anymore are as big as what they once were. No, I don't think a big swing to us is a very big swing at all anymore. <laughs> big swing. I'm taking a whole round of, 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 of a track bar out of it. Yeah. One. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, it's crazy anymore. They're NASCAR in general, that, this covers all, all three, well, four if you count ARCA series. Those cars are so... I don't know. I guess the tolerances on everything now are so tight, especially with rules packages. They put everything on the edge of the rules and don't touch it. Yeah. There's really nowhere you can go. No. Because <laughs> obviously the rule's there for a reason. So they go to the edge of the rule and that's where the car's going to be fastest at. That's it. That is it. <laughs> Which kind of makes it... I say just do away with rules. Other than engine rules... Other than motor rules, just do away with it. Hey, go to a super late model package. Nah, that's fine with me. I don't <laughs> care. <laughs> no motor <laughs> rule. Just run what you brung. Dirt super late model. Run whatever. Run whatever fuel you want. Run anything. No matter. Shoot a cup car to have 3,000 horsepower out <laughs> there. Look like a drag car down the straightaway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. Yeah, that was good for Kyle. Finally get him another win in the truck. And, uh, man, he kind of picked up where he left off on Sunday. Well, somewhat, but uh, it was another Kyle that dominated the whole race, and that that was uh, the number five of Kyle Larson. Pretty much dominated the whole day, and all of a sudden, late race least restarts. It's kind of the opposite of how he used to be. When he was at Ganassi, he'd get a late race restart because he'd be running fourth, fifth. All of a sudden, he'd get a green-white checker, and, here he comes out of nowhere. Yep. Now it's like the complete opposite. Now he dominates the whole day, gets a late race caution, and he's the one to get shuffled back. Yeah. Um, Blaney got loose around him. Well, I I don't think it was, it was a racing deal. Um, he got behind on a restart and had another restart, and he uh, Blaney got loose. He run into the wall. Larson run into the wall right there on the last lap. Ended up finishing uh, 19th, I think it was. 
after yeah. leading the whole daggone day pretty much. Yeah, it's a bummer. It's a bummer. But they're doing well, man. They're running good every week. So get all the bugs worked out now and hopefully he'll be on it in playoffs. Anyway, will. He will. I, I, I foresee him going deep, deep into the playoffs. Deep, deep into oh, the yeah, playoffs. For sure. Uh, oh, uh, I just got to mention this for the fun. I think because it was like the only other caution of the race, pretty much. Um, Bobo Wallace run out of talent again, spun out. <laughs> He's catching the devil, man. Who'd have thunk it? He is. He is catching the devil. He is yet to have a top fifteen finish. I saw that the other day. So, um, they're uh getting their win right out of the gate. Didn't quite happen like they wanted to. No, I think they set their expectations a little high. And Denny Hamlin was talking about it the other day. They they just they just got to execute better. <laughs> yeah. I think it's just executing. I don't know. There's a whole a whole list of stuff they got to work on, but uh, we'll see what happens. I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know how long they're gonna sit there and ride twentieth. I don't know. Don't know. I don't know how long. Well, I think his sponsors are probably in for whatever. Yeah, more than likely. He's um, got a lot of sponsorship. A lot of them. Just all. You know, he had Dr. Pepper Zero on there. Yep, for sure. So um, he gets them all over the place. And his, I thought he was a Coca-Cola driver. I thought so too, but I I don't know. I guess they changed it up. Is Dr. Pepper Zero? Dr. Pepper's not a Coca-Cola. I thought Dr. Pepper was Pepsi. No, I think not. Yeah, Dr. Pepper and Seven Up are their own company. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's right. Well, who knows? You want to know how I know that right now? Because you're reading the can. I'm reading off the can. <laughs> we're not sponsoring Bubba Wallace, but we're just, we, we did have a doctor. I just happened to look down. That's why I remember they was running that this weekend. <laughs> uh, that's good. Good stuff. But yeah, so this week coming to our hometown, man, we got three, three night or three day deal of it. We got trucks on Friday. Finally back in Darlington. Been wanting the trucks to come back for a while now, man. Get it uh, to Darlington County. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we'll be over there uh, this Friday night. Looking forward for that. Uh, having seen the seen the throwback schemes on the trucks, gonna be cool too. I uh, found my favorite one already today. What it is today? Stuart Friesen. Oh, uh, Tim Richmond's. Tim Richmond's throwback. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It looked pretty sweet. Yeah, it does. It really does. I know Bowman did it. Yeah, last year was it last year? I believe so. One year, year four. I can't remember. But anyway. But I really like it on truck for some reason. I don't know why. It looks good. It looks really good. Yeah. Actually, I think I like, um, uh, was it uh, the GMS truck? Uh, Tyler uh, Tyler Ankrum. Yeah. I like it. The Wonder Bread <laughs> car. It don't have Wonder Bread on it. It's got GMS. Yeah. But it is a Talladega Nights throwback. <laughs> yeah, it's hilarious. They put a picture of the... Of a sponsor on the windshield, too. <laughs> it's, it's dangerous and inconvenient, but I sure love GMS racing. <laughs> oh, it's great. Yeah, it's pretty cool. So, we're looking forward to that. Um, I'm just... I will say real quick, I saw today Haley Deegan's truck for it. I really think some of these sponsors are getting off of... And maybe this is why they moved it from Labor Day weekend. Some of these sponsors are getting off of what it was intended to be um Haley Deegan is running Ford's first uh paint scheme from the Ford GT's first win in 
blah, blah, blah on, I think it was like Le Mans or something like that. Yeah, I think they're kind of running that out. That is not <laughs> what this race was intended to be at all. No, I don't know, man. I, I don't know what they've done. They've kind of run out of stuff, I guess. I don't know, but... um. I don't think so. I really felt like, well, I don't. I mean, I don't know, but I really felt like that this is being that this is the first actual. I know they did some when they went to because they was running the, the Canadian Motorsports right, part. and I, I saw the trucks on did, Labor did Day throwbacks. Weekend. Then, but you know, I really figured it the first time this was at Darlington that you just seen some of the old paint schemes from back in well, '94 and all that. Or I saw somebody running. I think it was Kevin LePage or something like that. And but yeah, that, that, why not? Bring back the old Hornaday paint schemes and the right. yeah, Skinner yeah, yeah. paint schemes and stuff like that. Yeah, yep, that'd have been pretty cool. So, but we'll see. Well, I don't know. It's gonna be interesting to see that though. And and uh, looking forward to that. And getting little kids over there and checking that that uh, shirt race out for sure. So, um, looks like right now, surprisingly enough, a Darlington weekend with no rain. <laughs> Hopefully, Woo-hoo! we will we will uh, stick to that and be able to get all all the races in at the scheduled start times because the last time, unfortunately we won't be in the, in the infield with hot passes and all this time because of the whole COVID deal. But the last time we were over there with the, with hot passes, you talk about a long day. Yeah. The race, this, uh, the, the cup race did not start until right at midnight. I believe it was. It was late. God it was late. It was a very late. I think we got home at like three o'clock in the morning. It was very, very late. So, um, Hopefully, they'll get them all done uh, at their normal time. So, we got a truck race at night on Friday night. And then uh, the Xfinity race and the cup race is going to be during the day. So, eh, I wish it was a night, but it's okay. Darlington is really cool at nighttime. I love I loved Darlington at night. Yeah. Under really lights. Is. It just makes, makes for pr- pretty. I, it wouldn't pretty bother me if they put both races, cup races at night here. I wish they would. It wouldn't hurt my feelings. I don't understand. Now, this is going ahead in the year. I don't understand why on Labor Day weekend, when they run the Xfinity race on Saturday and Cup race on Sunday, yeah, because it's Labor Day weekend, why, when it's 400 degrees out there, why are they running the Xfinity race during the day? I have yet to figure that out either. I don't know, man. It must be TV deal, I guess. Jeez, but. It is way too... We, and we've done it. We've sat in the stands to watch oh. it. It is way too hot. Ooh, we'll be trying to find shade for a show. It's hot. Ridiculously hot. Yeah. But anyway, we're looking forward to that. So anybody's around, try to get over there. You can get a cheap ticket to the truck race, I know. I think it was, I thought... I saw something like 15 bucks. Uh, yeah, kids get in... I think it's free. I think twelve and under is free. Twelve and under is free. Um, so anyway, you, you know, if you're around and about, you want to see a good good race. I think the truck race probably put on one of the better shows of the weekend. Uh, get over there and check it out. Well, speaking of truck series, uh, this is throwing it back. Uh, hold on, hold on, throwing it back. <laughs> I did good. <laughs> Our buddy Earl Ramey. Used to have his own truck team. That's what somebody needs to do. They need to throw it back to Earl's truck team. I think they should. I would. I would. You guys out there in the, uh, especially the dirt car world, check out Earl Ramey Racing Engines. Dude, again, today, again, again, again. He puts up his winners every week. It's a page full of them. 
pile of them. Cody Overton. Yep. He's he's running Earl Ramey's stuff now. And goes out wins. Yep. I mean, that ought to tell you something right there. Ought to tell you something. And not only was he putting in the car, guess what? He had it on. He had it on Earl's chassis down there. Oh, yes. Checking it out. That's what you guys need to do. You get the uh, get the motor in your car from Earl. Um, some of them, and I saw Earl not only had uh, crate cars winning this week, he had a, a Super Street car winning, which is an open motor. <laughs> so, yeah. so uh, I mean, he builds anything, any, everything. He can do it, son. So uh, y'all go check out Earl Ramey Racing Engines, and um, he will hook you up, get your car, get you some time on the chassis dyno there also. Anyway, what else we got for this week? Man, there was a pile of dirt racing going on, but I honestly do not know much about Dude, it. They were everywhere. I know Clay Knight over South Carolina guys gave him a win. First time in a super late model there at Lauren Speedway in the Ultimate Series, the Darlington of Dirt. That was pretty cool to see. Um, I know the Hawkeye 100, uh, Shannon Babb won. Friday night, and then um, Bobby Pierce took on the big money on Saturday night. That was big races, anyway. Yeah. A lot more. <laughs> there was a pile more, for sure. Um, a buddy, Kale, he sent us a picture, man. He, he had a tough weekend. Tough weekend in his new car there. He, um, Bulls was wrecking in front of him and couldn't go nowhere, and Tore the right front pretty much off of it. Yeah, man, I hate that. I hate it. Good thing is this. It's a that's a good thing about those cars. Uh, them legend cars is they are uh, easily. I mean, it might take some money, but everything is replaceable on those cars. Yeah, you can pretty much fix about anything. So, in a short amount of time, too. Yeah, they'll have it back ready to roll for sure. So, uh, good luck to him coming up here soon. Oh. uh our buddy Tyler Logard too. He uh he finally got his car out for the first time up there in Pennsylvania this weekend, and he uh tried tried to tear everything. He had a skip going on. He had uh and then bring it home, and his flywheel was about to fall out of it. Jesus, man! <laughs> Got to get the bugs where I can work out of that one too. Well, now. he put him a new motor in it, and uh, it's a good motor, real good motor. But uh, I think it. I think you're finding all the all the other weak links around the motor. Now yeah. you put a fast motor in it, and you find that stuff. So, but that's cool. Better now than later to find all that, get it straight, and get it going. Yeah, for sure. But anyway, guys. So, uh, yep. If y'all gonna be headed out to Darlington this weekend, holler at us. Uh, we might be out there. Who knows? <laughs> it's quite the possibility. More than likely. Quite the possibility. So, uh. Y'all check us out. But uh, uh, another thing real quick, as always, our buddies over at uh, Ford Bike Apparel, y'all go check them out. Um, Cole Train, Cole Vanderheiden, they took off, went racing this weekend, went to a half-mile track. I think it was. They said they run big old track for, for those cars. And uh, something a little different from them. They, 
they missed the setup. They said and it just it was really different for them, different for him because he's used to running them small bull rings, and uh, and still ended up finishing fifteenth in A main. So could have been a whole lot worse. Oh yeah, hey, got to learn. That's a big difference for sure. So it's a lot, to, uh, a lot of change there. A lot, lot to get used to. Oh sure, but yeah, y'all go check out a uh, forward bike apparel. Uh, I saw today they had some uh, some chamois type rags on there, forward bike brand on them. Um, but they got all the new spring and summer line out. Cool shirts, hats, anything else you want, they got it all. Y'all go check them out. But as always, people. We want to thank SRI Performance, Stock Car, Steel, and Aluminum, Draco Springs, RK Motorsports Consulting with our buddy uh, Randy Keene, Earl Ramey Racing Engines, uh, Forward Bite, Checkered, a new race hub, racing social media, all racing all the time. Um, y'all go get on Checkered if you're not yet. Make sure to check it out. And uh, RMAX Solutions. All you guys in the fab industry and you in these race shops, y'all uh, need parts for your uh, fab fab machinery there to uh, work on these cars. Y'all go check out uh, RMAX Solutions. They can uh, help you out, get you new machines, use machines, fix your old machines, do everything. So uh, anyway, I reckon that's about it, ain't it? Yeah, man. As far as I know, again, we appreciate y'all for listening. As always, go check out the new uh, the new website, chickenbonealleypodcast.com. Check it out for sure there. Um, go on YouTube there, subscribe, whatever. We need all we can get there. Trying to trying to work out our uh, our um, new podcast studio. Trying to get things worked out for in the very near future. Trying to get something rolling with that. Um, so uh, once we get in there, we're gonna have it all decorated up and and uh, try to start filming these uh, these uh, these episodes here and get them on YouTube. So uh, we need all the subscribers we can get. So we're hopefully soon we can have us some live uh, the live videos there. So that'd be pretty cool. Faux show. <clears throat> I don't know if I can talk over here. Got something in my throat. Did the uh, Doctor Pepper. Zero to hit you. Yeah, apparently it did. Um, yeah, guys, and like you just said, and I'll probably put a post about it on our social medias. We're gonna be actually building, getting us a uh, real podcast studio. Not just gonna be hanging out in the game room up here anymore. We're getting kicked out. Getting kicked out. Got to move. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so you guys out there, being that Sterling just said that uh, we're gonna be live taping it every week um there's gonna be a lot of shots throughout the studio in there um we want to decorate it with doors of cars especially with your car number on it yeah uh so if you want your door hung in our studio to be possibly put up you know somewhere the camera can see it about every week or who knows? We get enough. We might rotate some out. Um, get in touch with us. Um, either we'll, we'll tell you how to send the door to us to, so we can hang it up on a wall so people can see your number, maybe your sponsors on there, whatever else. Um, 
it, it, you can ship it over to us or, it, you know, if it's close or whatever, if we're going to a track and y'all are going to be a track, we can uh, meet up with you and get it. So uh, I think it'd be really cool. Be a really cool way to kind of support you guys too, man. We'll, we'll talk <laughs> talk about them while we uh, while we in there. Yeah, absolutely. Be cool for show. Show so, uh, show looking forward to that. There. Yeah. So uh, yeah, yeah, definitely hook us up there if you can. We sure would appreciate that and uh, make it look pretty John Brown neat in there. So uh, we'll see what happens here in the next uh, coming months if we can get that thing rolling. Yep. For sure. Well, anyway, guys. We appreciate y'all uh, hanging out with us once again, and uh, I reckon we should talk to you next week, probably. Same time, same place. I reckon. All right, guys. <laughs> Later. Later.